This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. Before I introduce my guest today, I want to invite you to follow the podcast over on Telegram. Just search for Mr. Productivity. Ken Kodoris is an esteemed wealth advisor and author of Get There, Chart Your Course to Financial Abundance and Live the Life You Desire. Most recently, he's developed an online course entitled Stillness to Success, which provides valuable resource for individuals who are ready to create real change in their lives. We're not going to talk about finances on the show today. We're going to talk about being quiet. Ken, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mark. I'm happy to be here today. And uh, before we tell people the extraordinary, what I think is extraordinary thing you're going to do next week, uh, I want to tell you, tell the audience that we met in a Zoom call literally on Tuesday afternoon of this week. And when we were talking, he says, oh, is that a 10X uh, wristband on your wrist? And so Ken and I are both fans of Grant Cardone and the 10X rule. And because this is not a video podcast, it's an audio podcast. On my wrist, I've got two wristbands from Grant Cardone. One is the 10X rule, which the 10X rule is 10X your your efforts, the 10X your actions to get 10X, 10X to success. And the other one says, who's got my money? I'm always wanting to find out who's got my money. Not in a negative way, but hey, I can help you and you got my money. So Ken, I'm glad you're here. And I, I'm so thankful we share a common bond through Grant Cardone. Yeah, I mean, when as soon as I saw that bracelet, I was like, ooh, I know I'm going to like Mark. <laughs> now, you told me uh, on Tuesday when we talked, you told me that uh, during COVID, you spent more time in Florida instead of home. Why was that? Well, because that's where 10X headquarters <laughs> So you went to a lot of training from Grant Cardone. Yeah, they did you know some virtual trainings, and then they positioned that into some workshops and things back in Florida. And since it was COVID, I was like, oh, I'm good with jumping on a plane and, you know, going over there and doing that. So it was a lot of fun. Learned a lot. Have you met him? Yes. Is he uh, is he a nice guy? Is he kind of wacky, but he's a nice guy? Oh, I really like him. Yeah. I, I mean, uh... I think what what you see from him, and again, Grant, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but what you see from him online, I think, is really him just trying to get your attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as you spend more time with him, you get to know him as an individual, which is similar, but a little different than, you know, his online persona. Well, if Grant is listening, Grant, I'd love to have you on the show. So I just I put that out there because I will tag this episode 10X to get his attention. I'll even tag him uh, because I think he's phenomenal. As I share with you on our call on Tuesday, I've listened to the 10X rule three times. I've read it once and I'm reading it a fifth time because next to the Bible, no book has had such an impact on my life. Now, I've read a lot of great books, Ken, but there's something about the 10X rule that really drives home the point. Matter of fact, this morning before our interview, I reread the 10X goals chapter and I'm like, man, I thought my goals are 10X. I got to make them even bigger because you got to have big goals. And I'm so glad that you and I are both on the 10X mindset movement. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a movement and... You're not the first person that I've met that really got a lot out of the 10X rule. Um, I think it opens up a whole different group of people, if you will, to kind of think bigger and right, watching Grant do his thing and the way he articulates it in the book just connects, I think, as a real person to more people. 
he seems like a real guy. I mean, I've watched, I'm watching the recording from the 10X, uh, 2021 10X Growth Con, which you got to go in person. I've seen him on Undercover Billionaire. He seems like a, like a normal guy. He just is a billionaire, but he seems like a regular down earth guy. There's a lot of people who are very successful that they don't seem approachable, but Grant seems approachable to me from what I've seen. I would 100% agree with that. Very approachable. Wow. Excellent. And his team, he has a great team around him as well. So, you know, anytime you reach out to them, you know, you're going to get that Grant Cardone level of service. 100%. Uh, from everybody on the team. I have called into his office a couple times and they don't make excuses because Grant doesn't allow excuses. They took, take full responsibility. They're always pleasant. And I wish every company would do that. Sadly, he is an outlier. Most companies are like, eh, well, take it or leave it. We don't care. He genuinely does care about every one of his products. And I think that's why he's so successful. Yep. hundred percent agree. I remember the first time I ordered something from them online, not to just talk about Grant for the first 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I ordered a book, a free book. And, you know, in his training, he'll tell you, you need to immediately call that person, make a connection and try to get a second sale. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, I'm sure he doesn't actually do that. And when, as soon as I hit purchase on that, you know, on that book, my phone rang. <laughs> and it was like, hey, I'm, you know, I forget the guy's name, uh, J- you know, Joe with uh, 10X. I noticed you just ordered something. Like, how can I help you? What are you trying to do? And I was like, oh, man, he really practices what he preaches. And I think that's really important. It is. And I've talked to some other coaches who have told me, oh, that's kind of too aggressive. But it makes sense. If you have someone in your office or you go to someone else's office, and they're like, well, let me think about it. And then you text them when they're on the way to their car or you call them. You know how in the minority you're going to be? Most people just, I'll give the guy five or seven days. You're like saying, hey, I really want to take this conversation further. So, uh, you know, I just want to end this part of the show by saying, hey, go pick up the 10X rule. It will change your life. Now, The reason why I want you on the show, not because you're a wealth advisor, is because you're going to do something I have not heard anyone other than a monk do, and you're going to do it next week for an entire week. So what is that thing you're going to do? I'm going to spend all next week in silence. Mm. And when I say silence, I mean, I'm not like leaving and going and hiding in a cave where it's completely quiet. Uh, It's almost the opposite. So I actually am still out and about around, but I don't speak. I don't listen to music. I don't text. I don't read. I don't write. I literally am just being present to what is going on around me without commenting. Now, do you have other human beings in your house? Oh, no. So I actually go to a a retreat center to do this. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, how do you go to the store (laughs) And if you bump into someone, you just like ignore them. And these thoughts are going through my head, Ken. <laughs> yeah. No, you definitely need to uh, change up your environment okay. and, and go somewhere where you can really connect with just nature and yourself uh, and recenter. Now, I struggle being silent for a minute. I've got an Apple Watch and it's got a mindfulness app on there and I can you know, try to go silent for a minute. You're going to do it for a whole week. Now, did you just... Cause you've done it before. Did you just jump in the week or did you start with a few hours, then a day, then a weekend? You know, that's a great, great question. And that's uh, so many people ask me, 
oh, if you want to do this week of silence and have it as part of your training, because that is my future goal is to host weeks of silence for individuals. Um, I was like, you know, it's be really hard for me to go on Mark's podcast and say, hey, everybody, just spend a week with me in silence. It's going to be great. Right. <laughs> so, you know, the way that I learned and the way that I'm kind of setting up this uh, organization is that we're really going to baby step into it. And so that's why in the training, Stillness to Success, we start with a 20-minute meditation so that people get in the habit of being in quiet and having that stillness. And so that's exactly what I did. I just started with you know learning a 20-minute meditation, did that, um, saw the benefits. And after a few years, I was like, you know, how do I really take this to the next level? Like, I'm seeing incredible benefits from these 20 minutes. If I do a week, like that's going to be mind blowing and legit. It was. So you actually 10 X your stillness. Exactly. I guess. Yeah. I couldn't resist. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so I'm listening to an audio book right now when on my daily runs and it's called peak performers and they talk about it's better to do one minute of mindfulness consistently every day instead of doing three minutes on Monday and then not an, another moment of stillness until Thursday. And then you take a week off. Do you agree? It's better to be do it smaller consistently. Does your to-do list have you overwhelmed? When you join my digital productivity coaching program, you'll learn how to get and stay focused, become untangled from the chaos of your to-do list, experience less overwhelm, and have time to do what you really want to do. Sign up today by clicking the coaching tab at mrproductivity.com. Yeah, we, we teach everybody to you know meditate twice a day for 20 minutes um, and get in that habit in always 20 minutes, right? Because to your point, never do two minutes or, or 25, just stick to the 20 minutes, create that muscle memory. And that way your body will get used to having that time for stillness and quiet and to recenter. Okay. So as I mentioned a few minutes ago, I struggle with one minute. So why, first of all, why do you recommend starting with 20? And number two, what do we do? I mean, cause obviously we're not scrolling social media. We're not calling people. We're not, you know, doing something we're, we're being still. So how does someone who struggles with one minute get up to 20 minutes and what do we do during that 20 minutes? Well, so we teach uh primordial sound meditation, which is a mantra based meditation. And in that you basically just sit comfortably somewhere where you feel safe and you repeat your mantra in your head silently for the 20 minutes. And what you're doing is, I would I would suspect when you try to be quiet after a minute, if you will, uh, your mind starts racing of all the things you need to do or what you have to do next. Yep. <laughs> right. So I had the same problem. And what we're doing is we're giving our mind something to do by repeating the mantra, so that we can go past what that chaos that's going on on our head and that constant chatter to a place of quiet. Now, are you doing this silently in your head or are you saying it out loud? Silently in your head. Okay. I guess. And eventually, once you've said it for a while, right, your mind will settle into it. And then all of a sudden, you won't have to think about it. And you'll, what happens eventually is you create space in between each thought. And that's where you really start to see the benefits of, of the quiet. 
So maybe set a timer on your phone or your watch for 20 minutes and just go someplace where obviously there's no TVs playing or people talking someplace as distraction free as possible and just say the mantra over your over and over for 20 minutes. When you first started doing it, I want you to try to remember when you first started doing it, did it like the 20 minutes seem like 20 hours to you the first time you did it? So it's interesting because you just mentioned be quiet and, you know, place of little distraction. And when I learned my mantra, I probably had the exact opposite experience. So I went and, you know, you go to the house and they teach you the mantra and you're sitting there and you're like, I was a little freaked out. I'm not going to lie. I was like, what is going on here? What did I sign up for? <laughs> Thank um, you for being honest with us. <laughs> yeah. And then I sat down and started repeating my mantra and no joke, a gardener started mowing the lawn and hedging the, the, like the shrubs in the house next door. Wow. So the whole time I'm trying to say my mantra and I'm listening to a lawnmower okay. and the blower. And I'm like, this can't have any benefit. Like everybody says I have to be quiet. No, no thoughts. <laughs> like this is really bad. And every one of my me- meditations for the first, I would say 10 minutes it's kind of a struggle to like quiet my mind okay. from the first one, even to today. Um, and so the first 10 minutes took a really long time. The second 10 minutes goes pretty quickly. Um, but the interesting thing was after that first meditation, right? I was like, this was going to be awful. All this noise got in my car and started driving home. And within a few minutes, I realized that my body was moving so slowly that I didn't think I had the reaction time to actually drive. Wow. So I had to pull over and kind of like get, get myself back to like a normal state because I was like, Oh my God, I've literally seen the benefits of this awful meditation. Granted, we don't, you know, we're not supposed to judge meditations, but my first one was pretty bad. Um, and I still saw the benefits, right? I had to pull over and like figure out what was going on and then drove home. So is there some kind of magic mantra or are we supposed to create our own? So the mantra is based on the Sanskrit language and on our website, you can put in your, uh, your date of birth and where you were born and it creates through the algorithm, basically the sound that the universe was making at the time of your birth. And that's the sound that you repeat in your head. Oh, wow. Yeah. Seriously. So it's like, it's like going home back to like where you, how you started. So everyone's mantra is different. Um, not necessarily because there's only so many places and times you could be born. True. Um, true. but yeah, there's like, there's like a hundred mantras. Wow. Yeah. Well, you got me curious here, Ken. Um, I think what I'm going to do when you give us your website at the end of the show, I'm going to have to go check it out because I'm one of these people who, I, I've always used to be a skeptic, but then I realized that is kind of pointless to be a skeptic before you try something. And I have been pleasantly surprised when I tried things. I'm like, wow, that was pretty cool. And so I'm going to try this. I want to take your word for it. That 20 minutes is the magic. And, uh, and I will let you know how it goes, but um, I will go into it with an open mind. And listener, I want you, if you're not into the stuff, I don't want just, you know, ah, it's new age stuff. Ah, it's woo woo. Listen, 
why don't you try it? Okay. Because you can look at all the YouTube videos. You can read all the social media posts. You can listen to Ken talk about it, or you can go try it yourself and see how you feel. I'm a big fan of trying things out. Okay. You can't look at a food and go, I won't like it. You know, unless someone says, well, that's octopus. Uh, maybe not. But if you say, Hey, it's meat, you may try and go, oh, it's not that bad. What is it? Oh, it's octopus. What? So just go ahead and try it. So I'm, I'm a little feeling some trepidation, but I will go to your website. I will enter my, my birthday in there and, and I will try it and I will see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I had the same hesitations going into it, but at the end of the day, what I found is, and I get this from a lot of people, like they get a little nervous. I can't sit for that long or what am I going to do or what's going to happen to me? And I think that's all interesting comments because you're literally just being with yourself for 20 minutes. So like, what is like, so many people have these beliefs and it's like, I, I well, I'm going to spend a week with myself. Um, but What's the worst that's going to happen if you spend 20 minutes with yourself? Like, yeah, some things are going to come up that you probably keep busy so that you don't have to deal with, right? And things like that. Like so many of us, I, I say we like we live in chaos because we keep ourselves so busy not to deal with real problems. Mm -hmm. And if you're willing to break out of that cycle and, you know, move on to the next level, you need to clear those things and have a deeper and better relationship with your mind and what you're doing as a person. And then that shows up in the rest of the world and how you experience life. So seven days, right? You're going to go Sunday to Saturday. Uh, well, yeah, it's, yes, yeah, basically. Wow. Five days in silence. There's a prep day and then a closed day and then the five days in silence. So five days, you can't say anything to anybody. You can't be on your phone or anything. So, this is, this is me. Okay. I'm crazy. So let's say you're whatever you are and you bang your toe and it hurts a lot. Are you allowed to say ow, or is that against the rules? Well, the only person that's watching you is you. Oh, I thought you were, uh, other people you're doing it at home. Well, well, you're, you're around other people, but if you stubbed your toe, like I'm guessing you're probably in your room. Okay. Right. So you're by yourself. Um, so, but I would say that having the group effect of having like a hundred people with you, you find some kind of security in knowing that there's other people going through it with ah, you. Okay. And so it's kind of nice because you're walking around and you see other people and granted, you don't know what's going on in their head because again, we're just clearing everything from our mind. So you're like, Ooh, I wonder what that's you know going on in their head or, you know, they're having a similar experience. And so that group think, if you will, or the group mentality of like, Oh, I'm going through this with other people. Really, it just makes it a little easier, I think, to keep going. So how many times have you gone a week? Uh, so, well, because of COVID, uh, I did, wasn't able to go last year for this group, but I did three days in silence by myself last year. And then, so this will be my second time of week. Wow. Now, are you married or you have kids? Nope. Okay. So I, I got to imagine some people listening to this conversation are going, okay, Ken... I'm, I'm a stay at home mom. I got four kids, you know, they're homeschooled. That may be a little trickier for them. So this won't be possible for everyone, but for those people, they could definitely do the two minutes a day of 20 minutes of silence. If you can't go away, you can still do the stillness at home. Even if you have a lot of human beings around your house. 
Hey, you, listening to the Mark Stuchowski Podcast, thank you so much for doing so. I really appreciate it. But are you a Mark Stuchowski insider yet? This is my free email newsletter, and you can sign up right now by going to MrProductivity.com. M-I-S-T-E-R, MrProductivity.com. Correct. I mean, to get the 20 minutes, right? I, when I had an office job, I used to sit in my car at my lunch break and do it, right? So places I wouldn't be disturbed. Um, but I would say, see, I can kind of tell you've never done a week in silence. Um, hundred <laughs> percent because when you go there, like the first day you get to talk to other people and figure out like why they're there and what they're doing and is really interesting. So the first year I did it, most people I met had done it at least five times. Wow. There's very few new people. There was like three of us out of a hundred. Um, but all of them were very successful people. Right, head of surgery, uh, lawyers, there were stay-at-home moms, just different people from all the walks of life. That once they experienced the clarity of that week of silence, they always wanted to come back and do that again because they knew the week after they're going to show up as a better mom or a better dad or mm. a better boss. Wow! And I can't help to th- to think, you know, kids are so wired. The 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 new generation they were born into social media. If you're a stay at home mom and you taught your kids this meditation and got them off their devices twice a day for 20 minutes, that's got to be so much better for the kids in terms of their learning, uh, their their grasping material, communicating. I, I can't see a downside unless you're experiencing FOMO. I can't ex- yeah, I can't see a downside of being silent. I mean, this is, it's natural to, you know, not to, to be quiet. We don't need our technology. Technology's not natural. I know a lot of people these days think it's natural. It's not natural. I, I think st- stillness is more uh, natural. I mean, in, uh, for example, as a Christian, God still speaks to us in a still small voice. And if you got a lot of noise and you're chaotic and you're busy, you can't hear it. You don't hear it when it's quiet. And and so I think this will be good for everyone just to get quiet. Unfortunately, my Apple Watch only goes to five minutes of medit- uh, mindfulness. I don't understand that, but I do have a timer. And uh, I'm interested in trying this. Yep. I mean, everything you just said, I, I believe, is 100% on point, right? Um, especially when you think of technology and you said FOMO too, right? FOMO is kind of self-made right it's something we're doing in our head and so if we can move past that and realize like our thoughts don't have to be real and i think that's one of the most important things that i realized my first time in silence for a prolonged time was that i had a lot of thoughts constant thoughts right thoughts never stopped and if you're only hearing them you realize how crazy the noise is in your head and it wasn't until it was day three that they kind of quieted down and I got to experience real stillness and I wasn't worried about what was going on at work or, you know, what was going on at my house or different things like that. Or like, oh my God, there must be a thousand emails that I have to respond to, right? That was the first three days. But once all of those were like, hey, these are just thoughts. When I haven't acted on them, they go away, right? Then you get to like listen in and really feel the stillness and like the clarity and the connection to things. And then that's when you get to experience like, true what i would say like happiness and fulfillment because then you really know what makes you happy 
and the things you can hear what you want in your life. And you're like, okay, I, you know, you just get rid of the noise. So, you know, as you're, as you're talking there, I, I'm, my mind's going really quickly here, but I want to go back to something you said a few minutes ago. Cause I want to make sure the listener doesn't miss it. Even today, it could take you up to 10 minutes to get those thoughts to quiet down. And that's why doing a one minute mindfulness or meditation doesn't work because I read Jay Shetty's book, think like a monk. And even he says he's been a monk for 13 years. And even today it still takes 15 minutes for him to get those thoughts to calm down because we're all human and you got social media, you got email, you got loved ones, you got friends, you got the news, you got COVID, all these things are going and it takes time for you to tamper those things down. And so now you've really got me thinking that maybe this minute of the day isn't really working. I need to do the 20 minutes twice a day, which seems like a lot going from a minute a day. And I'm be honest with you, I'm not even consistent with that, but I've not read one study or read one book or read anything about meditation that says meditating is bad. Not a single resource says it's bad. So that leads me to believe this is something not only I, but more of the people listening to the show have got to make an integral part of their lives because I got to imagine when you slow down and you're just doing your mantra and you're just being fully present and quiet, it allows your brain to take a collective because not it's not processing I mean anything for that time. And that's probably why you get that jolt of energy when you're done because you actually gave your brain a rest. Is that true? Exactly. So you know all the benefits of meditation. You could be talking. I mean, you're, you see it all. We just got to get you like a good mantra that you resonate with so that you'll sit for the 20 minutes. Um, because, yeah, you know, Jay Shetty or, you know, even me for the 10 minutes, that first 10 minutes is really going from the hectic chaos of the day, right? Because you're just go, 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 right? We're 10xing in our activities and everything in the day. You're like, okay, now I got to quiet that down, get my nervous system down to a, a natural state so that I can relax and really get some deep stillness. And that isn't something you could do within a minute. You might be able to do some breathing exercises to like accelerate that, but true stillness and the quietness that you get from meditation, it just takes time. All right. So you got to tell us what's your website, because I know I'm not the only one here that wants to go to your website and find out what mantra we should be using. So what is that website? It's uh, kenclodoris.com. I'm sure there'll be a link below yes. or you or you can go to stillness to success.com. Okay. And there's uh, information there as well. And so right then that page, it'll ask us for our birthday. You said, well, it'll give you some free information. And then there's an option there to, to learn your meditation. Okay. And your mantra. Because I think one of the things I struggle with, and I've talked to other people about this as well is okay. You're quiet, focusing on the breath, but your thoughts are still there. But when you add the mantra, now your brain's got something to do. Your brain's got some, because I think that's the problem that most people do. Like, okay, what do I do now? Oh, I got to do the wash. I got to call this guy. I got to answer his email. Because your brain's like, okay, I'm not doing anything. Now it starts thinking. But now I understand why the the mantra, because now you give your brain, here's something to do. Recite this in yep. your brain over and over again. Very interesting. Any exactly. Anything else you want to share with us about the stillness, meditation, or anything else before we wrap up today? Yeah, so the stillness to success method is 
taking that meditation because so many people you do think right oh it's new age it's this like there's only hippies doing this uh and i'm trying to change that belief system so the stillness to success method is first creating that stillness so that you can hear the answers to the questions internally that you want so that way you can take it to the next step and define what success is for you what core values you have and what fulfillment and happiness looks like for you going forward so that you can divine those things out of your stillness and take your success to the next level. Mm. So that's what I, that's what was the course is. It's really starting with creating that stillness that we build out what success is. And then hopefully next year I'll be hosting silent retreats. I decided early this morning, I was like, I should put up a wait list for the information on the silent retreat for anybody that wants to do it. So but yeah, that's kind of, uh, that's the process there. Create your stillness, find your success, and then eventually we'll do longer term uh, stillness. You can call your event next year, 10X Your Stillness, we think. Well, if I could get Grant to sell my, my stuff, that'd be <laughs> awesome. Yeah, if uh, Grant ever came on the show, that would be awesome. Uh, you know, I ordered something from, I shared this with you when we talked on Tuesday, that I ordered a shirt from him and it's going to, it came in yesterday. and. He was in Houston yesterday and I'm like, dude, you could have like, cause he, he actually landed at the airport, the regional airport, not far from my house. You could have like had your driver go by my house and throw it on my front lawn. I mean, come on, dude. I mean, that's customer service right there. <laughs> that is customer service, <laughs> but he didn't do that. So I got to wait for, well, the mailman did bring it. The mail person, <laughs> sorry, the mail person. I don't want to insult anyone. Ken, this has been a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to head off to your website now, as I know my listeners are going to do and find out what our mantras is. And, um, I'll let you know, I won't let you know next week because you won't respond to me, but I'll let you know how it's going to work. So thank you so much for being on the show. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time and attention for listening to this episode of the Mark Stucheski podcast. Hey, are you a Mark Stucheski insider yet? This is my free email newsletter where I will send you value multiple times a week. And I promise you, every time I send an email out to my insiders, it always has value. So if you want to sign up, absolutely free. Just head on over to mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com.